This episode is brought to you by Michael's Business English, the online language school for busy English language learning professionals. Learn more at michaelsbusinessenglish.com. You are listening to the International Careers Show, a podcast dedicated to supporting international students, professionals, and business owners. We'll be diving into case studies of people just like you, as well as talking to thought leaders and experts to learn more about how global citizens can navigate and achieve success all over the world. I'm your host, Michael Rincon, a former six-figure analytic consultant turned ESL instructor and career coach and the founder of Michael's Business English. Building an international career is hard work, so if you're looking for help, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the International Career Show. I'm your host, Michael Rincon, and today we have Joseph Shin. Joseph's the Director of Growth and Marketing at Product Buds, a 1,000-plus member community for aspiring product managers. He's also a product manager intern at iStrata Digital and was a social media marketing intern at the Fox Magazine. Joseph is a junior at uh, Emory University, where he's studying information systems and operations management. Today, he's here to talk about a series of interviews he's been conducting as part of his career development that he calls Joseph Journey. Welcome to the show, Joseph. Thank you so much, Michael, for having me. I'm pleased to be here. I'm really excited. Uh, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself in terms of background, education, and experience? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think you covered it pretty well in terms of like my education and my experience um, and the intro that you just had. So I'll go into my, my personal background. I was actually born in Korea, and I came over to the States when I was eight years old. And I grew up when in California, you know, in, in all middle school, high school, before going to Emory University and for college, um, and it's been it's been really um, it's been, it's definitely been interesting moving from a different country to Los Angeles and then moving to a different state for college. But yeah, a lot of people don't know that you know I had that background over in Korea, and so I just want to bring that up. No, thank you for bringing that up because I wasn't sure if you were, um, you know, I didn't know your details. I saw on LinkedIn a little bit here and there, so it just wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. A quick question to you. Um, so you you grew up in California. Why did you decide right. to go to the state for college? Yes, for sure. So my when I got my acceptance letters for colleges, I narrowed it down to uh, two choices: one UC San Diego and Emory University. And you know when I visited SD, you know it was definitely great. And but I just felt like the campus was just so big. You know, so many people. It was a big campus, and I felt like you know. I, wa- I wanted a place where I can kind of belong in the community and not just be, you know, one out of like the 27,000 students at a UC campus. And when I went to Emory University and I checked out the school, like what I did was I, t- I talked to a bunch of current students who were students there and just kind of asked them about their own personal experience. And, you know, the way that they got back, you know, they, they had very positive experiences at the school. And on top of that, the people that I talked to, they just seemed very genuine um, and very real. When I talked to them, and so that kind of changed um, my perspective and made me want to kind of pursue something new, you know, you know, co- complete different state, you know, two thousand miles away, um, and to you know, kind of f- like figure out myself along a bunch of people that I've never talked to before. No, that's and on top awesome. of that, and on top of that, they also gave me more money too <laughs> compared to yeah. SD. So that's that was one of the biggest reasons. <laughs> 
That was funny. Like here I was, I was like, oh my god, this is such a, a really cool thing. And then all of a sudden, oh actually, it's funny. It's like, oh my god. Okay. No, but no, that's that's that. Those are both very good points, right? So yeah, uh, you made a, a point about how uh, San Diego was a huge school, and I know mm-hmm. like now, like as a, a job seeker, as a full time employee, one of my uh, mentors, she said that she went from Bank of America, which is one of the biggest companies in the world, to mm-hmm. um, Round point mortgages where I met her. Um, yeah. Because she didn't want to be a VP of like one of one million VPs in Bank of America. She wanted to be a VP in a smaller pond where she's like the VP style actually matters. matters. So right, right. I appreciate the community stuff for sure. And the tuition, like, you know, uh, that's also a good point. Like, there's there are lots of reasons why to pick a uh, location, but yeah, getting good more money is uh, a good point for sure. That's all, all, always good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk about Joseph's journey. What exactly is Joseph's journey? Yeah, so it's a way that I can kind of share my stories. You know, like one of the biggest um, tips I heard from my, you know, from like one of my networking calls is that your career is a journey, not a destination. And I was like thinking about that for a little bit. And, you know, obviously, like obviously as a student, I have these jobs and I want to like, you know, after college, I want to get into. But I realized in that conversation that it's less about that destination, but more about the journey. And so it was a way where I can kind of express the specific um, like stories throughout my journey and kind of keep people updated on, you know, how I'm kind of navigating through this career that I'm about to have. No, that's awesome. I appreciate it. That's a good point that the career mm-hmm. is a journey and not a destination. Um, and I, now I was going to ask you, like, why were you posting on LinkedIn? Because a lot of people do these informational mm-hmm. interviews. They don't post. But you right. decided to post. You even called it Joseph's Journey. Um, yeah. was to share the story. Like, can you talk a bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. So I, like, I'm in the business school over at Emory. I go into the business school. And a lot of my peers and a lot of my friends, they're kind of intimidated, inti- intimidated by these uh, networking calls because they don't know how to bring it up. They don't know how to make it casual, how to talk to the people in the professional field. And for me, I've always enjoyed talking, you know, to a bunch of different people and, you know, whether they're working, whether they're not, like whatever it might be, I just took it as a way where I can kind of get to know the person a little bit better, um, more on like the human side, um, while asking the questions that I had in mind about the company that they work for, right? And um, for, like in terms of like posting for LinkedIn, I had like for for the students out there, and that was like my biggest audience, right? When I started posting, because they're so intimidated, it was a where it was a way where I can sh- share some of, some of my learnings uh, with them, and so hopefully, like even if they're not so willing to go out and make these calls themselves, like through me posting on LinkedIn, they can kind of take away some of the learnings that I got through these calls. And two, for the professionals that I talk to, a lot of them don't don't have the time, you know, to respond to every single student, um, even if they want to. And so for them, it was a way of sharing that to the people they wanted to get out to. And there were a lot, of, there were times when they were very appreciative of that as well. No, I could see that. Yeah, I love that. You made a really good point. First, let me address that about a lot of students are intimidated by networking calls. And I remember the first time um, mm-hmm. I did an informational interview, I think it was 23. Uh, and yeah. I did it in college because I never felt the need. But then uh, I realized I had to make some changes. And it was hard. It, was, it wasn't even a stranger. It was a coworker in the same company I worked for. But I still mm-hmm. didn't know her very well, so it was, uh, I can appreciate that the networking thing can be very intimidating. Yeah. Uh, the other point you made that I loved was that uh, one, you're trying to help other your audience of students, trying to help them out, 
get the insights, but two, also that you understand a lot of these guys are busy. A lot of professionals, like they don't necessarily have time to go on, especially now uh, with Corbett has changed the landscape. Everyone's doing the information that we use now. Uh, being able right. to share the kind of comment, if we can ask questions over and over, it's a really mm-hmm. good way to like, make use of that time for sure. Yeah, and as you know, and people are more than willing to help out too, especially during this time too. And that's what I've realized is, you know, more, more often than not, people will get back to you and like willing to hop on that call for like 15, 20 minutes and kind of share their stories. And always, I'm always very uh, thankful for that. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about the roadblocks you faced early on and how do you overcame them? Uh, yeah. So like roadblocks in terms of posting on content on LinkedIn and kind of keeping up with that. I, and I was lucky enough to, like, before I started, I like did my share of like, I guess you could say research on people who've been able to successfully do that and who have a powerful personal brand um, currently on LinkedIn. And like what I did was I'll go to their profile and like scroll through like almost every single post that they've posted. And I'll like make it down to like one of their, like to their first post and see that like, oh, like, you know, people who have a strong presence now, they all had to start somewhere, right? And during their steps um, at getting there, when they first started, you know, they weren't very successful as well in terms of, you know, like the engagements or like the likes and the comments. And, you know, and a lot of people were sharing about that too, how it's not really about, you know, how many views you get or how many likes you get. It's, it's more about that consistency and just bring, continually bringing yourself on the platform. And so I, I went in with that mentality. And so obviously like, yeah, it would be great if I get a hundred likes on a post, but I, I, I really look to not care about that at all and just continually push myself out there. And I think starting off with that right mindset kind of helped me with those roadblocks early on. No, that's awesome. I, I love how you talk about that. So I got a quick question. You had mentioned mm-hmm. that you had studied others. Like that's a really good point. Like, you know, don't, don't reinvent the real, right? If someone has already mm-hmm. done this before, why not just yeah. model them? Um, can you, right. Are you comfortable sharing any of those guys so we can, like, if anyone wants to go find out what they were like and go back to their first post? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, J- Jonathan Javier, which uh, I, I know he was also in the podcast. I actually listened to a podcast. It was great. Um, you know, Jonathan, Jonathan Tesser is another one. And he, he's very different from the others who put, out, put themselves out on this platform. Yeah. He's very like, um, yeah, and I'm sure like you read his post too. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's it's, it's not necessary. It's, it's career related, but it's like the other side of like that emotional intelligence of careers. So that's, it's been really fascinating to learn from him as well. And then I've also looked through like, like Basant, Basant, right? Basant, um, yeah. Not Shinoda, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like her content's been super helpful and, you know, going, seeing her journey, and like scrolling through her posts were very helpful as well. So those three people. Okay. No, thank you for sharing that. I'm definitely going to make sure those names are in the profiles because uh, mm-hmm. I, I love, well, there's something else you point out that I want to point out too, is that you went to like the very first post and it reminded me of something that uh, Stephen Larson said in One Funnel Away, which is mm-hmm. he talked about when he was studying Russell Brunson and before he joined uh, Russell Brunson's team as one of his uh, two comic club coaches, he had found yeah. that Russell Brunson, he went from the very first podcast episode, saw that Russell's podcast was terrible. Um, but by episode 45, <laughs> Russell found his voice. And I think right. um, there's something about seeing people from the beginning is mm-hmm. really helpful. I think it's just it's like, oh, this person is just like me. I think, exactly. I think yeah. a lot of people. 
and like like we forget sometimes too but it's it's like with anything else i feel like in life like you do more of it and over time because you've done it so much you get good at it right and so everyone has to start somewhere is what i realized okay great um let me ask you this what tools and resources have you used um in your journey like what was there aside from looking at the people on linkedin and reading their posts did you read any books any courses was there coaching involved what what kind of helped you create Joseph's journey, make it the thing it is now? Yeah, for, and like I didn't really, you know, read books or like took courses, but it was really the people that like, helped me a lot. You know, like I had a lot of mentors along the way, like the names that I mentioned earlier. And whenever I had a question, like I wasn't afraid to just like ping them on LinkedIn, kind of ask, you know, if I wanted, um, like if I wanted them to like kind of read over a post because I was unsure about how I sounded, I'll just like, you know, copy and paste it into their inbox and, a lot of times they were happy to read it and like provide feedback and give me encouraging words that kind of push me uh, to, to publish the content. And so I feel like for someone who like just started and even now I've just started really, but it, it, it's, it was so nice having them kind of support me and give me those encouraging words so I can go ahead and publish, you know, the post or the article. You know, I think that's awesome. I love that you you didn't use other resources too. And I was I was kind of curious uh, if you had mm -hmm. or had because uh, I know I've seen people all over the place in different industries. They spend a lot of time and money buying books, buying courses, and they're still not getting results. I, I spoke to someone right. recently who had hired a resume writer twice and he still couldn't get a job. Um, uh -huh. So I'm always curious, like you know. Um, do this stuff even work or does it not work at it? So it's always curious to hear like sometimes people do it without it, sometimes people do it with it. So yeah, love right. to hear that. I didn't 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 use any resources to and to get to where you are now, which we'll talk a little bit more about what's been going on with your content. Uh, mm -hmm. but let me ask you this. Uh, what were some of the major breakthroughs and insights you achieved during your journey? I would say so this was my let's see here. This was my second post actually, right? And so my first post ever was with Jonathan when we hopped on a call for like 15 minutes. He was like, hey, like you should post on LinkedIn. It'll be cool because I'll comment on it and people in my network will go see your profile. And I was like, OK, so like I all I did was just talk about or I just put, hey, I talked to Jonathan. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Right. That was pretty much the post. And yeah. the next time I hopped on the call was with his uh, buddy, Jerry, like Jerry Lee. And this time after after um, the call, he also encouraged me to post. And what I did was I, on top of mentioning who he was, I shared a few things that I learned in the call, right? And then I thanked him for his time. And like that post, like I posted it and I went out to lunch with my friend and I came back and it, it was like sitting on like a hundred likes. And I was like, what the heck, like what happened? And I feel like that's when I realized like, oh, you have to, you have to be providing value to these people, right? And after you know Jonathan and Jerry and like a bunch of other people have like liked and commented on it, like I think the total v amount of views that post has right now like sits around like thirty five thousand people, right? And because of the people in you know Jerry and Jonathan's network, a lot of them are working at the tech companies that I want to work at, right? right. And so I, I I found like I I yeah that like power of LinkedIn was like revealed to me like early in my like content creation journey, and so I really start I I really saw the potential of doing this in the long term, providing value to the people. Um, and so that was like a big major uh, breakaway for sure. And one more would probably be when I published my uh, article on LinkedIn about like building relationships using the platform. Um, and, you know, knowing that I could put that out there to help out the people who were kind of struggling in, with these networking calls and making sure that 
you know, like they had like the tools and like kind of the right guidelines that, you know, a lot of people don't teach them. Like, you know, it, it felt really good to like help out other people and hearing back how much it helped them. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. The first we want to point out is that you uncovered an interesting insight, which was that what makes content go viral, one of the key elements is not just saying, I did a call, thanks, Jonathan, but actually mm-hmm. helping people out. You know, um, in the book right. pages, they talk about like what other things is what makes content go viral, what makes content more just get shared more often. Is is it helpful? And yeah. We found that out very we found that out right away, which is awesome, which is a cool insight. Yeah, so yeah, that and that's when you know all of this started with like, oh okay, I'm gonna be, like be, because I already go on so many networking calls. And at the end of each call, I always ask them for like tips for a student, you know, how to get, how'd you get into that company, et cetera. And if I can share some of those key pointers that the other, that the person on the other side has shared with me and, you know, publish on LinkedIn so that other, others can benefit from as, as a, as a two, then, you know, that's where it all came from. Right. No, that's awesome. The other thing I want to point out was the article, which I went through it. It's, it's called building relationships. Um, excuse me. Sorry. It's, uh, Utilizing you LinkedIn to build relationships. Uh, you got it. it. I went through it. It's, it's amazing, amazingly well done for an article. Uh, one and two. I'm also going to point out, like I've read books like The Two Hour Job Search and Power Ties, which are both mm-hmm. you know career advice books, and right. um, it's the same level that you'd expect from a paid resource. So, you know, congratulations on that. Very good stuff. Thank you so much. Yeah, right. that was that was like that was a journey to kind of like writing that and getting feedback from different people. And yeah, and like, I remember like when I was, when I was writing that, like right about that time, I had like two different exams, like the same week for my school. But every time I was kind of sitting down and focusing on school, like I couldn't do it because like all I had in mind was this article. And so I, I, put, I pretty much put an all-nighter and like finished like a rough draft of it because I was so like passionate about it. And so I just, so I can get it out that week. And so it feels really good to like have that out and have people read it. No, it's awesome. Yeah, I've been seeing. So I also noticed that you are, uh, you were one of the co-founders, I think, for Product Buzz, right? So you talked about, uh, can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that? Uh, excuse me. Wow. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about that, about Product Buzz? Yeah, for, for sure. So the the team that I'm working with, we're all we're all aspiring uh, product managers, which is a hot role that's you know that's been popping up recently. And we what we noticed is that for a lot of these aspiring product managers, PMs that, you know, there's books and there's resources um, to help them, you know, for like that first job, but there isn't much of a community of people where they can kind of fall back on and support one another. And that's what we wanted to create. And so, uh, you know, when the team started like Product Buds, we, it, it was first like an interest form and we had a lot of interest and we've grown so much over like the past month that we've been, we've been here. Um, I, currently we're sitting at like over 850 members um, in our Slack channel, and you know, it's people are like building projects with one another. We're like reading books related to PM and having like discussions. We have like webinars, you know, with like product leaders or on like the big t- tech companies in the world. And so it's been a like very rewarding journey. Um, and for me to like, I I'm leading in like the growth efforts um, at Product Buds, and it's 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 crazy how much we've like grown since when we first started. No, yeah, I agree. Like, it, I see a lot of you know, communities, a lot of Facebook groups that mm-hmm. they don't get, they don't, they just never hit, um, they don't even hit half of what you guys have done. And it's only been, like you said, a month. So yeah, awesome. 
any special tricks or techniques that really ex helped accelerate the growth, or is it just kind of uh, a chance thing that happened? It just all happened all at once. I think it was a combination of like the need for this community, because like we said, um, and a lot of people who are in product management can agree with this. Like there, there's that lack lacking of that community aspect for aspiring PMs. And so people were looking for that community. And on top of that, um, when we started to go on LinkedIn, reach out to people, start like publishing content on our LinkedIn page, like the amount of organic reach. And I can tell you this through like public, uh, I, I can tell you this from, like personally and through product buds, like the organic reach through LinkedIn is absolutely incredible. And it's it's been through that. That's been our main source of like growth um, where people will be able to find us well, or, or will like reach out and get more people to join our community. So that's been the key. No, I agree. I, I will tell you, like even LinkedIn made an update recently that affected uh, the views of LinkedIn. So mm -hmm. I, but even then, like I posted a post on Friday, and it was yeah. just a, a one-off post. I didn't put a lot of thought into it. I'm looking at it now. Um, mm -hmm. It's now, you know, Monday six o'clock, six p.m. So it's been over 72 hours, and it's gotten yeah. almost 7,000 views, and it's gotten almost 20 opt-ins from my email list which is right. like, you think about how much people pay for Facebook ads or Google ads to get opt-ins to their list. I'm like, I'm saving mm -hmm. a lot of money through organic. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, is it, I don't, yeah. People don't realize it. And so I, I've, I've been pushing a lot of people to like post as well. And it's great. All right, so what are your next steps or your future plans for both your career as well as for the product buds community? My future, let's see. So for my, for me personally, I have like other uh, side projects that I'm working on, right? And so I have like the, I see Product Buzz as a, as a project that I'm, I'm doing. I'm actually releasing a podcast on my own. And so oh, that, I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. And then I'm working with this professor at Georgetown to write a book over the summer, um, kind of go through like the publishing process and to have it released by, uh, I think March of 2021. And so those are my three big focuses uh, for the summer leading up to August when school starts. And for Product Buds, now um, we're like, we're launching our like projects and we're uh, matching uh, mentors, like product leaders from other companies with the project, the project teams that we have in our community. And we're looking to like collaborate with like a bunch of uh, different groups who are like reaching out to us now um, to collaborate on events. And also we're looking to get sponsorships. And so we're, Kind of putting together like a sponsorship packet um, to hopefully get companies involved, and so we have some money coming in our way. That's a great idea. That's awesome. I love the best part about all this is going to remind everyone. So Joseph's a junior in college, and I'm so a I, I'm senior. a senior now as of as of yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're a senior now, but I mean, you, you, let's let's back up a second. You did all this when you were a junior, though. You just became a senior. Yeah, exactly. Like look at all this. Like, and uh, how long have you been posting on LinkedIn? It's only been two months. Man. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's awesome. But now look at that. It's yeah. Like, um, you know, a lot of college students. When I was in college, I know I didn't take those initiatives. So I just want to, mm -hmm. if you're listening to this and you're in college, take advantage of the time you have now because you're seeing the results Joseph's getting. Joseph's talking about getting sponsorships for his community, and he doesn't, even, he hasn't even graduated college yet. Like that's going to be a really good kind of accolade. He'll be able to go out when he finishes college, when he can probably get a job anywhere he wants at this rate. So congratulations <laughs> on the book, by the way. That's, oh, that's a huge thank you. Right. Right. So let's see. Um, what final thoughts do you have to help motivate international students to get started or take their networking to the next level? Yeah, for sure. I think 
it's it's uh, nice to realize it's important to realize that people are willing to help you right and but they don't know you know who to reach out to like or like how they can do that and so if you're willing to take that first step and reach out to those people and kind of get in their radar they're going to be more than willing to answer your questions um to help you out in any way they can and it, it takes a step um to initiate on your own part to reach out to these to these people and another thing would be when you do that you know some people might not respond and that's like totally okay it's part of the process you know i've been going on these like networking calls for a long time and i reach out to so many different people and a good amount don't get back to me but you know what that's fine because i know there's thousands of other people who are willing to help and i just need to find them and once i do it's really that one person that you know that can kind of get me in the foot of a door of a company or help me out in any way they can so just keep trying and keep pushing and keep talking to the people who are willing to help you well, that's awesome joe so i love that you talked about that a lot of there will be people who don't respond to your, mm-hmm. your requests for interviews but you know there will be people who do respond there are people who want to help you like you said i like yeah. that last part just keep pushing all right exactly uh, joseph how can people get in touch with you and with product buds yeah, for sure. So you can, you know, find my LinkedIn, you know, it's linkedin.com slash Joseph's journey. And you can also like follow my hashtag, you know, it, it's crazy. Like I want to touch on that, uh, that, that hashtag for a second. Um, okay. I, I created that just for myself, just so I can look that up and kind of have all of my posts, all of my content on one place. Right. And it's only been two months and I have like 220 people following my personal hashtag, which to me is like incredible. Like I never thought people would be following that. Right. And like, I still have a screenshot on my phone of like when I started and I was the only follower and to like see that number grow. It's been like, yeah, like I like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm like, why, why would people follow this? But at the same time, like they find value in what I post. And so like, I kind of understand, but I just never expected it to like grow this fast. No, that's awesome. That's a good point. Like, and it's it's a good win. So whether 220 followers on a hashtag yeah. is a big number or a small number, I think that's relative. It's subjective. But I think mm-hmm. the point that you made was that you never expected it to grow. And it's yeah. growing. And it will continue to grow because of the work that you're doing, which is great. So, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, but going back to your post, you can, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. You know, send me a note that you watch this podcast, and I will 100% accept your invite. You know, feel free to message me with like any questions or like, you know, you know, like re- through like reading my blog or reading my article, um, my posts. Um, and then you, in terms of product buds, um, we have a company page, a product buds page. Um, you can follow it and you can shoot me a message on LinkedIn. And I'll get you added to the community immediately. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much for being on the show, Joseph. We'll make sure all these resources mentioned are in the show notes. Sounds good. Thank you for having me, Michael. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the International Career Show. For all the show notes and resources listed for this episode, head over to michaelsbusinessenglish.com forward slash podcast. If you like this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you liked so we can continue improving the show. If you'd like to interact with me and other fans of the show, join our private community. Check the show notes for details on how to get in. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is your host, Michael Rincon, signing off.